No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast on a Friday night. Hope you've had a lovely week because I certainly have. And on Friday nights, try to have a little bit more fun. Try to ease you into the weekend. Try to lower the serious stuff and raise the non-serious stuff. So thank you for joining us. Thanks for sticking around. And it's an absolute pleasure to see you. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me about what a wonderful week you've had, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. If you'd like to leave a tip tonight, the preferred method is, of course, head to dlive.tv slash Boogie Bumper, get some of those slippery little lemons and leave those soury little suckers in my succulent fruit bowl. Or, of course, you can hit the link down the bottom of the screen there, streamlabs.com slash Boogie Bumper. Ladies and gentlemen, absolute pleasure to see you. Um... Going to try and work through some of the stuff in the archive tonight, like the archive that I keep referring to. I want to get through some of it at least, at least get through some of it. And like I said, have a little bit more fun. I do have a couple of serious things to bring to you tonight, though. Joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen, follow Joy of Pessy tonight at midnight. Higher learning with Joy of Pessy, dlive.tv slash Joy of Pessy. He says, Boogie Bumper 1000 subscriber penis reveal. I'm afraid you're, you're far too late for that. You know, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but the reason I use an alias is because my previous occupation was a porn star in Hungary. I, you know, I didn't do very many films. It was less than 10. And it was like in the late 2000s, in the late noughties. So that's the reason I'm, you know, I refer to myself as Boogie Bumper here on the, on the internet. It's because if I gave you my real name, well then you'd be able to download all of these clips. And we can't have that. I certainly can't have that. So my penis has already been revealed for a long time. And if you are familiar with the Hungarian porn scene, then you'll already know. Dead Jedi with the diamond. Thank you for joining us. Says the only penis I want to see is dead penis. Well, some may, that was my nickname. That was my acting name, by the way. Just so you're aware. No, it wasn't gay. No, it wasn't gay. But, you know, you have to start out. You have to, you do have to do a couple of gay porns first before they let you have sex with the women. It's just the way it works over there, man. I don't make the rules, you know. Just got to grit your teeth and go for it. <laughs> well, this show has, this show has started exactly the way I wanted it to. Um, Let's see. Where were we? Where are we? I'll tell you what, keeping on this theme, um, next week, maybe on Monday... The Libertarian Party had their final debate uh, yesterday. And if you're not familiar with the debates, the Libertarian Party debates, um, they're so much more fun than the Republican Party debates. They're so much more fun than the Democrat debates. They're so much more fun than the presidential debate. If you've never seen the Libertarian Party debates, they, they don't give a fuck. They sincerely don't care. So I'm thinking about just watching the Libertarian Debate Party on the show. Uh, the Libertarian Party Debate, pardon me, on the show on Monday night. I don't know. I'll see how I feel. I think people will probably get bored of it. I don't know, but I think it'll be a lot of fun. And just to wet your whistle, 
somebody that we've referred to on this show previously, ladies and gentlemen, the great Vermin Supreme. <laughs> he was asked a question about his thoughts on the legalization of marijuana, ladies and gentlemen. And this was his response during, it's obviously, it's obviously done over Skype because of the ridiculous lockdown laws. So he was asked about his thoughts on the legalization of marijuana. And this was Vermin Supreme's response during the Libertarian Party debate. Yes, indeed. As you know, I went on record in 1992, legalized these drugs. Every single one. This, this frightens people, Vermin. <laughs> uh, Lighting yes, up the joint. Certainly marijuana. Indeed. How about libertarian- <laughs> How about that? Based vermin. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> why not? So, vermin, what do you think about the 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 drug policy of the Libertarian Party? Oh, <laughs> that's good shit, man. It's good shit. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, Lighting yes, up the libertarian joint. marijuana. Indeed. How about the libertarian crack crack and marijuana? I'm sorry. Oh, winning TV. Thank you for the diamond. Says uh, the he got his boogie stand shirt today. Thank you so much. Uh, yes, people have been buying the shirt. JJ Stoner got his shirt. Uh, UK Neil got his shirt. I haven't got my shirt yet. If you want to grab a shirt, uh, there's where you do it. Teespring.com slash stores slash boogie bumper shirt, stickers, yoga pants, whatever tickles your pickle. We got it all, baby. <coughs> Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? Yes, the great Vermin Supreme. Taking a suck on a big fat, on a big fat one. Right in the middle of the Libertarian Party debate. The Libertarian Party platform supports the right of the individual to uh, consume that which uh, the individual decides it want, uh, the individual wants to. And uh, we also recognize that the individual has uh, responsibilities. We, we don't like sloppy drunk, but it's your right to be one. <laughs> we don't like sloppy drunks, but it's your right to be one. So, like I said, I don't know. We may watch the Libertarian Party debate on Monday just for fun, just for sh- kicks just for shits and giggles, just for beer and Skittles. Because, like I said, they do have a lot more fun than the traditional parties do. Um, I do have this article I found earlier today. This one goes into the column of, oh, wow, what a great fucking surprise. Who would have thought that something like this would ever happen? I am shocked. I do not condone this behavior. This, but I stand with the boys in blue. I do not condone this kind of behavior. This is disgusting. These people are hooligans. This is unprovoked. Nobody ever thought that this would happen, and so on and so forth. Just so we're clear. Shocking moment mob of teenagers kick police officer and drag him across the floor after he challenged them for flouting lockdown rules in a park. Something we've said on this show for the last, what, month? The longer these lockdown rules go on and the more videos that get out of police, you know, harassing people on the street, arresting people for committing no crime, the less respect, the less authority the people will have in the eyes of the public. 
This is the shocking moment. A mob of laughing teenagers. God damn those teenagers, huh? Those kids these days. Kick a police officer and drag him across the floor after he challenged them for flouting lockdown rules in a park. What are you doing in a park? <laughs> and the kids were like, what the fuck are you doing in the park? It was at that moment he was like, oh shit. The, the teenagers have outnumbered me. Surrey police say a lone officer was called to West Byfield Park in Woking, Surrey, yesterday, yesterday at 7.40pm. The officer was attacked while engaging with the men and was taken to hospital with minor injuries to the wrist and the head. Let's have a look. Let's see how this unfolded. So he's trying to arrest one of them. He's got them like in a headlock. Oh, oh. And the second one came up and did that move where you kick him in the back of the knee and he's dropped. Uh-oh. And now he's on the floor. And now he's being dragged. And just, just so the racists amongst us, ladies and gentlemen, just so the bigots don't get too excited. There was two white guys by the looks of it and one non-white guy. But all three, I assume, are joggers. Just so we can put the racists to bed. Thank you very much. <laughs> the teenage girls who are filming it are laughing. <laughs> The longer this shit goes on, the less respect people will have for the police. Uh, a group of young males were reported to be potentially contravening social distancing guidelines, huh? <laughs> how's, how's that for a mouthful? Potentially contravening social distancing guidelines. Not breaking any laws, not breaking any rules, not committing any crimes. No, no, no. Potentially contravening social distancing guidelines. Nice PR speak. Police say three people, one adult and two juveniles, were arrested a short time later and taken into custody. In a statement, the force said, which I've, you know, <clears throat> I don't know, this might be a little autistic on my part, but I find it interesting that normally now it used to be, the police force used to be called the police force, but it's not called the police force anymore in many jurisdictions. Now they call it the police service because force sounds too aggressive, right? It's all PR shit. So in a lot of these places, they've changed it to the police service. But today, when the, when this happens and two kids drag a copper across the ground because he was trying to kick them out of a park, uh, all of a sudden it becomes the police force again. <clears throat> I just thought that was interesting. We are aware of comments on social media and a video being circulated regarding the assault of one of our officers this evening in West Byfield Park. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. A shocking moment. A mob. Well... We weren't shocked here on this show. We pretty much expected this kind of stuff to start happening. So we can put shocking to one side. And a mob of teenagers? It was two. <laughs> it was two teenagers. Got, you've got to love sensationalism in headlines, don't you? On that topic, sensational headlines, have a look at this. This is fucking delicious, this one. You're going to love this. Powerful image proves that, white, that while coronavirus is changing our way of life, it will never slow down homophobia or anti-Semitism. <laughs> Coronavirus can't fill, kill homophobia, ladies and gentlemen. Here's the powerful image in question. COVID is fake and gay, a sign being held up by one person. And then you can see behind them there, the Nazi flag with Gavin Newsom's face superimposed on the front of it. <laughs> this is very cute. 
A rally against California's coronavirus lockdown revealed many protesters' true colors. And surprise, those colors are incredibly anti-Semitic and homophobic, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> On May 12, a crowd of around 200 people gathered in the city of Huntington Beach to express their anger at the state's mandated stay-at-home order. As well as shuttering bars, restaurants and businesses, Governor Gavin Newsom has also ordered the temporary closure of all Orange County beaches to prevent the spread of coronavirus, an act which protesters say is a violation of their constitutional rights. Protesters say. They say it's a violation of their constitutional rights. It's just an opinion. <laughs> but Nazism and homophobia are fine with them, it seems, huh? <laughs> Listen to this. This is why nobody trusts this shit anymore, okay? A powerful image of the protest shows a handful of angry protesters proudly raising a huge Nazi banner with a swastika, and in the foreground, a man holds a sign bearing the improbable words, COVID is fake and gay. But see, they don't mention that the Nazi banner is actually got, has actually got the face of Gavin Newsom on it. <laughs> That's the whole point. See, they're not waving a Nazi banner. They're saying Gavin Newsom is acting like a Nazi. Do you see the difference here? It would be like if, you know, Democrat-leaning people wanted to protest against Donald Trump and then held up a Nazi flag with Donald Trump painted on it and then Fox News coming out and saying, look, these left-wing protesters are Nazis. <laughs> it is so dumb. <laughs> Every everybody can see through this stuff, but they just pretend. Oh, look, they're holding up a Nazi flag. Oh, isn't that Gavin Newsom painted on flag? Shut up, Nazi! What are you defending the Nazis now? What are you, some kind of bigot? The hell is wrong with you, right? Absolutely incredible. A picture is worth a billion words, wrote the photographer Adam Eli on Instagram. This is a great quote. Queer people and Jewish people have an obligation to stand in solidarity with all oppressed people. What about the fucking business owners? Can we stand in solidarity with them? No, they're Nazis. <laughs> How about the minimum wage workers in California? Are you allowed to stand in? Are they being oppressed by their government right now? No, of course not. They're being protected from coronavirus. And it turns out they're all Nazis and homophobes anyway. So fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> queer people and jewish people have an obligation to stand in solidarity with all oppressed people because a world that is less homophobic will be less racist transphobic islamophobic authoritarian because we want less authoritarianism while while gavin newsom is literally shutting down his fucking state and stopping people from going to work and arresting them we hate authoritarianism <laughs> So ridiculous. Oh, Anti-Semitic, xenophobic, misogynistic, and more. So there's more. We've got more isms. So I thought that was very cute. Uh, this is apparently evidence that the people of this of this rally are gay-hating Nazis because they held up a sign that said COVID is fake and gay and put Gavin Newsom's face on a Nazi flag. They never, not once in this article do they actually mention despite you despite the fact that you can see the picture there 
And you can tell they tried to get this guy in front of Gavin Newsom. That's probably the best photo that they had, right? They've they've tried their absolute best to make sure that Gavin Newsom's face is blocked out of the photo. But so not once in the article, despite being able to see the picture that it's Gavin Newsom on the Nazi flag, do they actually mention that it's Gavin Newsom on the Nazi flag? They just refer to it as a Nazi flag. (laughs) Because I'm sure the anti-lockdown protesters are actually, look at them. They obviously, clearly are neo-Nazis. What are you going to (laughs) do? Utterly wonderful, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, okay, let's do this. I'm going to race through a couple of topics here tonight so we can get to some fun stuff. The Karens. Friends and family. Uh, co-workers. Brothers and sisters. The Karens have been getting famous lately. Because thanks to coronavirus, there's now a new reason for the Karens to exist. The Karens amongst us who take it upon themselves to be world mummy. You know, be, to be policing people, to be dobbing people in, to become uh, an extension of the authorities in these trying times. Because as you all know, uh, it's a very difficult job for the governments and the politicians and the police forces and stuff to keep everybody in check at the best of times. So we need to enlist the angry mothers at this time in our history to make sure that the gosh darn job gets done. So... Uh, We're dealing with it down here in Australia. You're obviously dealing with it in the United States. Let's see just how well the Karens are doing. A staggering number of Victorians have picked up the phone to dob in their neighbours at the height of the lockdown. Reid Butler says demand for the tip-off line was so great, Defence Force personnel were brought in to help handle the calls. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Private, what are you doing? Uh, I was just going to uh, service the tank, sir, and then I had some uh, sp- uh, some small arms uh, stock taking to do, and I think we need to order some more, uh, you know, nine millimeter rounds and that kind of thing. Forget about that. I want you to head down to Melbourne and start answering phones. Oh, uh, sir, what for? Well, uh, there's a lot of people who are dobbing each other in for walking around outside for flouting social distancing. And you've been called on by the government. They need you, sir. They need you, private. Sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir. (laughs) Fucking military's answering the phone. For people wandering around outside. Shit just got real. We're a state of dibber-dobbers and better for it, according to police. It's not about people dobbing people in. Yes, it is. It's about people doing the right thing and holding others to account. In my... Just doing the right thing, guys. You see, when you see your neighbour or somebody who lives in your street, uh, you know, playing in the street, having a conversation with someone, having a barbecue, for example, if you see the local store owner selling things to people in the community, it's your responsibility to let the authorities know, in this case, the military, so somebody can get down there and shut it down. So somebody can get down there post-haste and make sure that this non-illegal activity comes to a shuddering halt as quickly as possible. It's not dobbing. It's not ratting people out. It's called doing the right thing. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine being being that fucking dense. I told the story a couple of weeks ago about the guy 
who was at the car wash at like one o'clock in the morning. Nobody else is there. Nobody's around. So he decides, well, no one's around. I'm going to go and wash the car. So he goes to one of those car washes, you know, where you self-service and you get the gun and everything. He's out there washing the car and the police show up. Somebody who lives across the road from the car wash called up the police and said, somebody's outside flaunting the rules. And they arrested the guy for washing his car alone at a car wash with nobody else around at one o'clock in the morning. Throw the cuffs on him. Drag him away. It's time you're going to jail. Imagine being so fucking stupid in that moment where you put the phone down and you're like, ah, I just made the world a better place. I'm helping. I'm I'm making things better. I'm doing the right thing. (laughs) Imagine being that dense. I'm doing the right thing here. I'm helping. I'm helping the government. I'm keeping people safe. I'm doing the right thing. I'm a good person. I'm doing the right. This is right. This is not dubbing. I'm a good person. I'm the I'm the milk of human kindness. Fuck. <laughs> Terrible people. Awful people. March and April, 170,000 calls. 170,000 Karens we have in one city. 170 instances of Karening, of Karenations. An emergency police helpline, mostly tip-offs about groups flouting. The emergency police helpline. There's four teenagers playing basketball at the courts. There's four teenagers playing ball right now at the local school. Can you send somebody over to round them up, please? I'm helping. I'm doing the right thing. COVID rest- I'm keeping people safe. Restrictions. <clears throat> I'm a school teacher, so we often say, yeah, yeah there is good dobbing and there's bad dobbing. Uh, the, the Altona Mothers Group, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Could we get... Only if her name was literally Karen could we get more stereotypical in this moment. With the Altona Mothers Group sitting around in a park, patting each other on the back for how wonderful it is to dob people in for going outside whilst they themselves are outside enjoying a nice little cup of coffee with the fam. (laughs) That's the only way that this could get more perfect. If Her middle name might be Karen. Well, there's good dobbing and bad dobbing. So, yes, in this case, I say it's good dobbing because it's meant that we can all, yeah, the kids can catch up again. See, this is the mentality you're dealing with. I I don't know how this happened. Well, I know how it happened, but just just work with me here. I don't know how this happened. I don't know how we got to this point where people genuinely believe that the only reason that they're not being allowed outside... It's because people are outside. <clears throat> Winning TV with a diamond says it's the pa- it's the patriotic thing to do. <laughs> I'm helping. I'm making the world safe. What um what a mind job that's been done on the population to have them believe that the only way that they're going to be allowed outside again is by not going outside by you know by. By, by dobbing people in, by ratting people out. Oh, it's a good thing. <clears throat> it's a good thing that people are ratting people out and being arrested for committing no crime because now it means that um, I might get like a little tiny piece of my freedom back. Thank you, Mr. Government, right? How the fuck did that happen? It happens because, you know, if again, if you take personal liberty and 
you know, individual freedom and civil liberties and put them at the top of the list of priorities, you're in a teeny tiny little minority and most people don't agree with you. It's just the way it is. Shut up. We need to dob people in. We need to help the police arrest people for committing no crime. We need to do exactly what we're told. We need to download the app. We need to stand on the X because if we don't do that, then they're not going to give us a little bit of our freedom back and it'll be your fault. Not the government's, not the viruses. It'll be your fault. Guys like you who just want to walk around on the beach when no one's around or wash your car at one o'clock in the morning. It's all your fault that I'm locked up in my house. It took them two months for society to get to that collective mentality of blaming the people who are being dragged away by the police for the fact that the police are dragging people away. Two months is all it took to completely twist and manipulate reality into that scenario. Fucking horrifying, huh? Imagine what, imagine what would happen if you give them a year, two years. Imagine how deep the programming could go. That good dobbing resulted in 70,000 recorded breaches. 70,000 breaches, huh? To put the call load into perspective, in February, before COVID, there were just over 60,000 calls to the police assistance line. <laughs> Piper Ohio says anybody still wearing a mask should be shipped to Australia. I, I don't agree with that. <clears throat> you know, because, like, I'm, I'm a freedom guy. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear one. Um, you know, I don't think that... I think that saying that um, everybody should be forced to wear a mask is equally as stupid as saying that masks should be banned. Right? 69,000 called through in March, but that number soared to more than 100,000 in April. I've called up and um, they were so busy. It was so busy. He's not even an Australian, this guy. Well, that makes sense. Who wants to take bets that the 100,000 people were actually all British tourists. <laughs> they're all they're all expat Brits. Yeah, I'm a real Australian. I just want to dob people in. I'm got there's a whole group of Aussies out there. They're out there. They're playing a bit of cricket in the street. It's got to be about six or seven of them. And you know, it's like that's like it's like totally un-Australian to be doing stuff like that, mate. You know, like if you want to be a real real fair dinkum Aussie, like a real true blue Aussie. You know, you shouldn't be fucking running around outside, mate. It's not good. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> Someone in the chat says, who stole his chin? <laughs> I didn't actually get through it. On the Probably Gypsy, I think. Infection front, there have been four new confirmed cases. Wow, four. Four. Ah. Mm-hmm. Not one, not two, not three, but four. Dun, dun, dun. All of this is justified. Look, look, look at the way they put it on the scale, though. Plus 11, plus 7, plus 8, plus 7, plus 8, plus 4. But look, it's so high. <laughs> it's right up there. So many. Four, you say? Time, time to drag people out of their homes, I think. ...of coronavirus, three were household contacts to Cedar Meats. That cluster now stands at 106. Mm. The total number of infections in Victoria yep. is 1,581. Mm -hmm. In terms of community transmission, we have yep. two additional cases taking community transmission mm. to 168. 
Ben K. Veritas with a diamond. Holy four new cases, Batman. <laughs> Today, police also revealed how crime has been tracking over the lockdown and a few points stand out. There has actually been a rise in aggravated burglaries and... <laughs> Keeping people safe. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> citizens. <laughs> citizens, we're keeping you safe. Just stay the fuck at home. Don't go outside. Just stay home. Don't ever, ever go out or we'll arrest you. We're pleased to report there's been a rise in aggravated burglaries. Yeah, they know everyone's home. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, mate, what a circus. What an absolute, what an absolute circus. <laughs> shit, man. Holy snap and duck shit, Batman. That's good. I'm, I'm glad that we're being kept safe here. What a, what a dramatic turn of events. <laughs> well, hey, at least you're not dying. At least you're not getting coronavirus, right? At least you're only getting, uh, you know, burglars burglars entering your home and sticking a, a sawn-off shotgun in your face. So, like, that's a lot better. That's a manageable coronavirus. This could kill us all. So, you know, treat it seriously, in other words. Uh, I do have this little piece here, this little nifty little number. I'm sure all of you have seen it by now. Uh, Joe Biden went on Charlemagne is... Is it Charlemagne is God or Charlemagne the God or... Charlemagne loves God. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever his name is. Uh, he went on his show and said this. Listen, you got to come oh. see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. I a, will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more oh. questions. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out. Listen here, fat. <laughs> well, you got more questions. Shut the hell up. Shush now. You got more questions. You listen here, fat. You know, and, uh, I would, I would have, uh, you know, you got questions in New York. I would have, you know, taken you around the back of the of the school shed there and uh, uh, put one on your chin, you know, because I've got a, I've got a twenty two and uh, and a pistol, and you know, when I was in the pool, the kids would touch my legs and make the they make their hair go the other way. And there was this kid there named Corn Pop. He was a real bad dude. Now you listen here, Jack. You shut the hell up. <laughs> Sorry. Continue, Joe. Whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. It don't have you nothing ain't to do black. With you ain't black, motherfucker. Trump, it has to do with the fact I want... Based, based Joe Biden. I love the look on his face when he says it. Trump, and you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with... Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Boom. Mic drop. Listen there, fat. You ain't black. The fact I want something for my community. I would love to see Take you. Take a look at my record, man. I extended the. Hey, man. Take a look at my record, man. Fuck yeah, bro. Man. <laughs> He's so young and hip and cool. That's what I like most about Joe Biden. When you put Joe Biden up against old man Trump, it's clear that Joe Biden is hip, he's young, he's fresh, he's in tune with the younger generations. Hey, check out my record, man. 
It's a gosh darn good record. You ain't black. The voting racks, 25 years. I have a record that is second to none. The second NAACP's endorsement. Sup, sup, my nigga. <laughs> that's, that's what I really want Biden to do. Just come out and go, yo, 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 what's up, my nigga? What's poppin'? <laughs> that, should, that should be the way he does his next interview. Look at his record, says Kitty B. Grandfather of Jim Crow. Oh, come on now. Don't let facts get in the way of a good yarn. So, look, I'm, I'm not offended by that. I don't care. Um, if people want to get offended by that, fucking good luck to them. But I, I think the, 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 the obvious point here, right, and the thing that's going to make people angry is probably not what the guy said, but the fact that it's who's saying it, which is always the problem, right? Because it's not really... It's not really about what people say that makes things offensive. It's about who's saying it that makes it offensive. And because it's Joe Biden saying it, it's not nearly as offensive as it would be if it were his opponent saying something like that. That would be offensive, right? That would mean, oh, the whole fucking world is ending. Oh, the, the walls are caving in. The, the oceans are drying up. The, the earth is opening up and hot lava is spewing out. There's so much offense. Because... If the other guy said it, then all of a sudden you've got a scandal. But because it's old Uncle Joe, because it's old Sniffy Touchy Jojo, nobody really cares. And in fact, we can go one better and we can go into the level of rationalizing and apologizing now that's happening. Because this is my favorite part of something like this. Sup, nigga? Come on. Biden's you ain't black comment was clearly a joke. Just a joke, guys. It's just jokes. You remember jokes, right? Don't be so uptight, fool. It's just a fucking joke, motherfucker. <laughs> it's just a joke. Just relax. One of the release rela- one of the reasons my relationship with Twitter is hate love is because far too many pop people pop off about things. Pop off about things without having read or listened to what they are commenting on in its entirety. Ah, I was taken out of context. Tweets become triggers for outrage that would be better directed at something worthy of opprobrium. If context is a victim of social media, then it is downright murdered on Twitter. It's murdered. Murdered. <laughs> nice nice in the chat from Foggy. Biden 2020, keeping it real and shit. <laughs> great, great slogan. I'm railing about this because of the 18-minute interview between former Vice President Joe Biden and the Breakfast Club radio host Charlemagne the God, the God, with an A. What has been described as a testy exchange between the popular African-American interviewer with 2.1 million Twitter followers and the presumptive Democratic presidential nominee was nothing of the sort. Believe it or not, Charlemagne is not one of... Charlemagne. (laughs) Stop being... Stop sounding so educated. Believe it or not, Charlemagne is one of the best interviewers of politicians, is not one of, oh, is one of the best interviewers of politicians around. He is not shy about telling them at, at the start that he's been critical of them, as he did with Biden. Yet Charlemagne holds feet to the fire without being an insufferable jerk about it, which gives the interviewee room to answer on tough questions. That was on display when he pushed Biden on whether the Democratic Party takes black voters for granted on his support of the 1994 crime bill on Biden's assertion that the law, quote, didn't increase mass incarceration, other things increased mass incarceration, on why Biden would not atone for his role in the crime bill as Hillary Clinton did on the show four years ago, on decriminalisation of marijuana rather than legalising it, 
and on the push for a black woman running mate. As you might imagine, Biden did a lot of the talking, but Charlemagne did a lot of nodding as Biden walked through his biography. Defense of the good things from the 1994 crime bill and policy proposals for the future. Twice, a Biden, a Biden staffer attempted to end the interview that was taped on Thursday, not for pernicious purposes, but because Jill Biden had a virtual organizing event with Atlanta, Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms set for 6 p.m. The first time was at 11 minutes in the conversation, but Biden pushed through and talked for another six minutes, which politicians tend to do. The second time came at the 17 minute mark, right after Biden said, I guarantee you there are multiple black women being considered. Multiple. He's got a whole stable of black hoes that he can run with for vice president. After the staffer's second try, Charlemagne said, you can't do that uh, to black media. He said it leaning into the cameras. Biden said, I got to do to white media and black media because my wife has to go on at six o'clock. Uh oh, I'm in trouble. You've got more questions, but I tell you what, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Joe Biden said with a smile on his face. Here's the apology. When heard in the context of the previous 17 minutes and 21 seconds, very specific, you know that Biden is joking around. Perhaps he got a little too comfortable talking to a community with which he has a strong relationship that spans decades. <laughs> You know, I think Biden's only offence here was that he was too familiar with a community that loves him so much. <laughs> Jacob Pitt with a diamond. Thank you so much for joining us. I think Biden's only crime here was that he was too laid back and casual with a community that he has worked with hand in hand for decades to make the world a better place. <laughs> Don't you love it? Add to that being the vice president to the nation's first black president, and you know his affinity with black folks runs deep. Yes. How about that? The Washington Post, ladies and gentlemen. Corporate media looking after their corporate candidate. Because here I was, I'm the idiot here. I always thought, well, hang on. I thought jokes were off limits now, though, right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Haven't we been told for ages? Haven't we been told for years that some jokes just can't be made? And even if you make a joke, like saying something like, if you vote for Trump, you ain't black. Haven't we been told before that jokes like that are actually hurtful and offensive and deeply racist and must never be said? And even if you apologize for it afterwards, it doesn't matter because it just proves how racist you are. Like that's your white privilege speaking, right? That you think that you can make jokes like that and get away with it just by apologizing. That's white privilege for you. There it goes again, huh? Because that's what I thought. I thought that was the new reality. Apparently not. Apparently not. You see, Joe Biden, his only crime was being way too comfortable with a community that loves him so much. <laughs> His only crime was being too jokey with people that he loves. So I guess we'll just have to let it go. I guess we'll just have to let it slide. Because it is, you know, it is Joe Biden. And he loves him. You listen here, fat. <laughs> Great stuff, isn't it? Um. Okay, let's tell you what. On the same, on a similar theme here, 
let the let the minimization and apology tour continue on MSNBC. Joining us now is MSNBC correspondent Tremaine Lee. So now the vice president is being accused of treating the black vote as if it is a monolith, Tremaine. <laughs> you ain't black. Um, the level of hubris it takes for a, a white man, an old white man or any white person to even ingest. Uh, Especially one of those old white niggas, huh? You know, say that he can determine who is black and who isn't is clearly outlandish. Um, but even in jest, these are kind of the kind of comments that could be problematic. But Problematic. <laughs> I mean, do they genuinely believe that they're fooling anyone? Because here's the thing, right? The people who believe it, there, there's no logic applied. Like, there's no standard across the board so you don't bother talking to them anyway because they're just going to say well it's not the same it's totally different because it's different because biden loves black people and donald trump hates them so if donald trump made the same comment it would be because he's racist but when biden makes it it's because he's joking and you'll say yeah but aren't you the ones that say that those kinds of comments must never be allowed because they add fuel to the racist fire so to speak and they'd say yeah but when Donald Trump says it, it's because he's a racist. But when Joe Biden says it, it's because he was too comfortable with people that he loves because he loves black people. It's like, okay, okay. You know what I mean? So there's no point talking to them about it. But the corporate press have to do their job. They've got to try and smother. They've got to try, they've got to try and run cover for this guy. They've got to try and manipulate it. So what do you say? Well, could be problematic. <laughs> Check a pit with a diamond, house ninjas versus the homeless samurais. It could be problematic. It makes complete sense, exactly. But he clearly knows his audience on there with Charlemagne the God, playing it really loose and fast with the Breakfast Club. Uh, but this week on Into a... He knows his audience. He knows his audience is black. That's why he said to the host of the show, if you, if you don't know why I'm better than Trump, you ain't black. <laughs> because he knows his audience. But... It could be problematic. It could be problematic, but hey, he was just playing fast and loose. You know, Charlemagne, it's all good. He's fucking down with these. He's down with these brothers, man. He's one of the crew. He can say that shit. He's got an N-word pass. He can get away with that shit. Don't worry about it. Man, like Joe Biden's like one of my fucking homeboys, man. He one of the niggas, yo. Joe Biden can say that shit. If that orange fool say that shit to me, I fucking fucking nigga up. You know what I'm saying? But when Joe say that shit, it's because he one of us, man. He one of he looking out for us, man. You know what I'm saying? He on our side, yo. It's okay. He know the audience. It's different, man. Fuck him, man. America, my podcast, we actually um, talk to black voters about Biden's prospects. And one thing is for sure, it's going to take a lot more than some off-the-cuff kind of insensitive remark to knock some of that support. If <laughs> <laughs> they love him so much. You know, black folks just love Biden so much. It's going to take something more than saying something to a, like to a black guy. You ain't black. It's going to take more than that. But they're, they're, they're actually praying like, please take more than that. I hope it takes more than that. God, please let it take more than that. Because it's getting it's going to be pretty bad, I think, in November. I think it's going to be pretty bad for Jojo. 
for brother Joe. I don't think it's going to end well. Just, you know, just just saying, just putting it out there. And if you take, uh, you know, a whole nother demographic of voters away from him, oh, it could get very nasty very quickly. Uh, just at the bottom of the Washington Post article we mentioned just a few minutes ago, there's a little sneaky little story. Uh, there's a sneaky little video here. This will be fun. Uh, this this is addressed to President Joe Biden. It's called Vice President. Did I just call him President Joe Biden? Well, God willing. Uh, by the way, if you're not a fan of Nightwave Radio, follow Nightwave Radio, 10 p.m. tonight, dlive.tv slash Nightwave Radio, and grab yourself a poo-poo pee-pee shirt to support um, everyone's best nigger, Joe Biden, because he's one of us. Uh, this is how... So this is you, Joe Biden. You need black women voters. This is how you win us. So this is addressed to Joe Biden from black women. Apparently, let's have a little look at this. Vice President Biden, you, you need, need us. us. You need us. You owe us. You owe us. Black women are miracle workers. Nice. We have been saving the Democratic Party since 1965. <laughs> 2020 is no different. Your only path to victory is through black women. The voters you need to turn out, we know how to mobilize them. Our votes must not be taken for granted. You ain't black. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, Mersh is taking night off, is he? Okay, fair enough. Forget my earlier comments then. You ain't black. Joe Biden, you need us. No, I don't. You ain't even black. <laughs> I don't care what you think. <laughs> black women have been saving the Democratic Party since 1965, huh? <whistles> saving. The following commitments will begin to show black voters that you are serious about us. Okay. America what needs... We, I, I, good. This is a list of demands. I want to see a list of demands. A black woman vice president. America needs a black woman vice president. That's very specific, isn't it? I'm just putting this out there. Um, why not? Why not a black woman president? <laughs> Why does America need specifically a black woman vice president? Why not go for the top job? Why not aim for the stars? Why not go? Why not replace Joe Biden with a black woman? Why not? Just trying to figure it out. Like, am I being too woke or not woke enough? I'm, I don't understand where, where I'm supposed to fall on this. Doesn't really make much sense to me. We need to speak to your manager, Joe Biden. Because I would have thought, you know, if America needs anything, if black women have been saving the Democrat Party since 1965, uh, why is Joe Biden now the guy to save it in 2020? And I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not. Joe Biden is not a black woman. He's an old white guy. Um, you know, you might not be black, according to Joe, but he certainly isn't either. You sent myself flaccid. Thanks for the diamond. Says good luck getting Joe to remember even one of these. Oh, I think you. I think you're um being a bit unfair there to Joe. I, I remember back in 1972, I was at the uh, swimming pools, and there was a there was a black woman down there, 
And uh, she was saying that uh, one day that the uh, the uh, black the uh, black women the uh, uh, yeah they touch my leg, Jack. Hey, shut the hell up. Shush now. You shush. You shush. I got a I got a twelve gauge, and I got a I got a I got a nine mil pistol, and uh, you know in this economy, you've got the uh, you, you know you know we just gotta we gotta unite. That's what we gotta do. And there was a corn pop guy, and they uh, you know they touched my legs. And uh, they make the hair go, and uh, you know you're 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 fat. Hey, f- hey, shush now. And uh, you know in this economy, and I, I was talking to uh, the uh, black woman there, and and you know you just got to punch. You just got to keep punching. Punch, 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 punch. That's how you, that's how you do it. Vote for me, <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> Candidates like Amy Klobuchar will not energize us. No. America needs a, a black, black woman Supreme, Supreme Court, Court justice. justice. It's very creepy. This is like Clockwork Orange-style political campaigning here. Remember Anita Hill? We do. America needs more in a comprehensive black agenda. The rules are rigged against our communities. Okay. Whether we are talking about a black person who died of COVID-19 because of the lack of access to health care or Ahmaud Arbery being killed by vigilantes. Oh, they're really they're really jumping on the Ahmaud Arbery. He's now be in death. He's now being used as a tool for. (laughs) Wow, that's fuck. Woo. (laughs) I don't need shit. I I'd. I know that, um, you know, politics can be pl- pretty Machiavellian at times. That's like, wow. I don't know if I'd, if I'd fucking do that. If I was in that committee hearing, if I was on that campaign team and they were talking about doing this video and said, oh, we should put uh, Arbery in there, by the way, and we'll use him as a symbol of, uh, you know, injustice. Like, we'll use him in our political campaign. I'd be like, uh, I don't know. It's not a good idea, I don't think. I don't think that's kind of the message you want to send. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's fuck. It's balls. I'll give them that. It's, it's very ballsy, but fuck. <laughs> yeah, I told, I told this kid, you just keep fucking jogging out there, Jack. You don't worry about him. You know, we got, we got to, uh, we got to, we got to come together. And, uh, you know, what's up, my joggers? You ain't black. Blanties. <laughs> Or Brianna Taylor, an EMT killed by police while laying in her bed. We deserve solutions that address systemic racism, economic injustice, and domestic terrorism. Joe Biden, you enacted drug and crime laws that harmed the black community for generations. Every major crime bill since 1976, every minor crime bill, has had the name of the Democratic senator from the state of Delaware, Joe Biden, on that bill. Since 1976. It's been there a long time. Gary Vance with the Diamond says, race baiting won't sell this year. I tend to agree, but let us I think we can also agree that that's not going to stop them from trying. <laughs> right? I mean, I've made this analogy before. It's like, if your team is winning like 40 nil in a game of football, 40 to zip, and you just keep using the same play over and over and over again, and you keep scoring touchdowns, but then you get into like the last quarter 
and the other team starts figuring out how to counter that play. And they start, you know, counterattacking. They start intercepting. They start sacking the quarterback. They've figured out the moves. They've figured out the play. They've figured out the lines. And it's like you're going now. It's like it's the score's like 40 to 38 and there's five minutes left. And the quarterback is standing there with the coach and he's like, I don't get it, coach. This play has been working the whole game. And now they're starting to figure out a way. Should, should we do something different? And the coach opens up the playbook and there's only one play in there. <laughs> and he says to the quarterback, well, this is all we got. So just do it again, but try to do it better. Just, just try and do it better again. You know, it'll keep working. It's worked this whole time. It's going to work again. Trust me. But, but coach, they've figured out the play. They're not listening. They're not listening to the calls anymore. It's not working anymore. Just keep doing it. It'll be fine. Winning TV with a diamond says, remember, lock her up means Zeke Heil a few days ago. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's right. That's a very good point. We read the article on this show where they said people chanting lock her up was the equivalent to chanting Heil Hitler at a Donald Trump rally. This, on the other hand, hey, it's just a joke. Just relax. <laughs> Joe's one of the guys. He's one of the brothers. He, he gets a pass. He loves us and we love him. You say you know better now. Show us you're serious by doing better. This country has a problem. Police officers and vigilantes are killing us and our quality of life must improve. Okay. Joe Biden, this must be addressed. You must address our oppression and most importantly, embrace our power to- Embrace our power. The power! There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The list of demands from the black women in the United States of Joe Biden. Got to be better, Joe. Must do better. Uh, okay. Let's do this. Because we were talking about the Karens earlier. Here's a little clip that was sent through by Why Censored Kimmy the other day. This one's been in the file for a couple of weeks. That iconic music screams. Summer. And we all scream for ice cream. We all scream for ice cream. But during a pandemic, social distance the rule, getting close to the ice cream man could mean getting something else, oh. back of life. Yet here's Mr. Freeze, not his name, in his truck of treats, yep. unmasked, oh. ungloved, oh. taking cash for cones in oh. the Northwest Burbs. <gasps> Did you ever think that we would get here? Did you ever think that we would get to this point where local news is devoting itself to fight? You know, because they've got to hunt down these dangerous people in our in our midst. Got to hunt down these dangerous, disgusting individuals who care not for the public safety, who care not for the children, who care not for the sick and infirm. Oh, the humanity. God bless these investigative journalists who are out there on the beat tracking down these disgusting criminals. <laughs> it's a fucking little old retired guy driving an ice cream truck. What? What? Just look at Mr. Freeze. Boom, boom, boom. 
He's not wearing gloves. He's not wearing a mask. He's killing your children. Huh? Yeah, did you did you want a cone or it's like it's I got a cone here for like two dollars. Two bucks. Two bucks to get your nice cone if you want the sprinkles on there. It's gonna cost you another fifty cents. Mr. Freeze doesn't care about your children. He wants your children to die. He wants to bathe in the world's fucking blood. Look at this disgusting man. Yeah, so like we got like the vanilla milkshake. We got the chocolate milkshake and we got a caramel milkshake and they all three bucks. And if you want it in a super size, that's going to cost you four dollars. Hunting down, knocking on the ice cream guy. Exactly. You got the cakes, I got frosting. <laughs> That's when CBS2 assignment editor Greg Kelly, father of two, dad on a bike, said, wait a minute. Ah, oh, yeah, the dad on a bike. What's the male equiv uh, equivalent of a Karen? Serious question, because we're going to need a name for the male Karens. Or should we just call them male Karens? I don't think that would be fair to Karens. So we need we need a male version of Karen. I don't know what it is at this point. It's a good idea to be doing this with the stay-at-home order. Exactly, Kitty B in the chat. He's practically a murderer. Let's 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 take practically out. He is a murderer. Let's be honest here. If I mean, if he's not murdering people with coronavirus, then he's definitely murdering them very slowly over a period of about sixty or seventy years, thanks to the sugar that's in those treats. How dare he? Should ban ice cream. Said, wait a minute, Ken. People, people give me suggestions. Ian, Ken, Jonathan. I think I like Ken's a good one. Brad, Carl, Kevin. Kevin might be, yes, Kevin might be like Kyle. <laughs> no, Brad is a Chad. Yeah, Brad's the Chad. I think Kevin or Kyle or Ken is, you know, we could use well, KKK. Well, KKK it. You think it's a good idea to be doing this with the stay-at-home order with COVID-19? Eventually, our Greg got a bit closer. Tried to get an answer from Mr. Freeze. Again, not his name. Why do you keep calling him that then? Are you trying to be funny or something? Or Oh, I get it. Mr. Freeze is a villain in uh, the comic books. Yeah. Fucking, these guys are so talented, man. Why are you selling ice cream to children without wearing a mask? Why are you trying Are you sick? Am I sick? No, and I want to say that. I'm not sick either. Why are they quarantining healthy people? What's your name, sir? <laughs> Why are you trying to take ice cream out of the hands of uh, hungry children? He, to be fair, he sounds drunk, which I, you know, would be fine by me. I don't care. He moves at like five mile an hour, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> But he does sound like he's been drinking all day, doesn't he? This is not a law. At this time, face coverings are required oh. in public situations where social distance cannot be maintained. I have a permit. But he's he's right though, it's not a law. It's still a guideline, it's still a recommendation. Thank you for the diamond jacket pit. I get I get permits. Right. The you, city, got the permit, the you got the permit before the stay at home order. I can't understand what you're saying. Back up and, and remove the mask. I'm not removing the mask. <laughs> then see you later, Jack. <laughs> I can't understand what you're saying. Take your goddamn mask off. I'm not taking my mask off. 
Oh, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> do you want an ice cream or not? Look, do you, look, do you want a banana split sundae or not? Like, what the hell are you stopping me for? And kick that music back on. He dro- Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. And rubbing intensifies. He came back looking like an evil villain, didn't he? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. That caught me off guard. <laughs> Have a look at this for a freeze frame. <laughs> we will crush the ice cream men. They're out there with their sugary cold treats. <laughs> they will pay for the lives of our children. The ice cream men are traitors. Disgusting individuals putting everyone's lives at risk. Fuck them. Put them in prison now. I can kill them. He drove off after the questioning by our... Lo lots of hand rubbing. Simon, desk editor, dad, biker, and journalist Greg... Dad, biker? Greg Kelly. But this all happened in Hoffman Estates, and tonight we'd learn ice cream trucks there are banned. Have... Banned? Ice cream trucks are banned. Been for years. The village manager tells us if you see that ice cream man, call 911. 911! <laughs> call the police! <laughs> wow. If you see the ice cream man, this is serious, guys. If you see. <laughs> if you see the ice cream man, Call 911, yeah. Really teach those disgusting ice cream men a fucking lesson. Let them know who's boss. All right. <laughs> That's enough of the serious stuff for one night. Uh, we're going to take a quick five-minute break. I'll be back in five. You're listening to The Daily Boogie, ladies and gentlemen. Friday night, special edition. Going to come back and do some silliness. Got plenty of silliness to run through you. So if you want to stick around, enjoy. Uh, if you don't, so long, sucker. Uh, we'll be back, my niggas. See you in five. <laughs> Your novelty comedy songs, organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week so check it out. Idiot Boogie Bumper. 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 He's really giving that one a workout. Come on. Dlive.tv slash JJ Stover. And we love JJ here on the show. 
It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slurricane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? <laughs> you. Why do you, why do you have to ruin my evening? Like, I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, uh, come on, you secretly guy. love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it. Uh, so subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Feeling depressed? Need someone to tell you it's not okay? Do you like goth public access TV? Then join me for The Big Empty every Sunday at noon. Major underscore Tom on DLive. With zeros for O's, because everything in your life is that difficult. Hey, Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kicked at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censor, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. 
But why are you fumble for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. And old cartoons. We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot tucked away on D Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons. Eating cereal until it was noon. We never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. Saturday night and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right around this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. Thanks for sticking around, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Second half of the show, Daily Boogie Podcast on a Friday night. Last one for the week. Get your weekend started right. I just noticed too, um, yes, Kitty B is an absolute gun with the links. And she put uh, Semper Reloaded. I only found out like a couple of days ago that Semper Reloaded actually does stream. So I, I went over there, checked it out. It's good stuff. Good production. He knows what he's doing. Uh, he speaks well. I had no idea. So with that in mind, JJ Stoner should definitely give him an axe. Hashtag give Semper an axe. <laughs> Follow JJ, by, by the way, as well. Uh, I missed today's show. I was sleeping. I got up at a weird time. It's been crazy the last couple of weeks in terms of sleep patterns. So I hate missing out on JJ. So I'll probably go back and watch the replay later on. JJ Stoner at DLive.tv slash JJ Stoner, ladies and gentlemen. The man who's stingy with the axes. But I shouldn't say too much because I've got one and Semper doesn't. So, you know, I kind of feel bad, but whatever. Whatever. Uh, thank you for sticking around. Don't forget tonight, ladies and gentlemen, at midnight, Joy of Pessy. And tomorrow night at midnight, Joy of Pessy's doing a special, actually at 10 p.m. tomorrow night, Saturday night, a special double edition of Joy of Pessy to celebrate reaching 500 followers on DLive. <clears throat> Thanks to many of you who follow Joy of Pessy for getting him over the line to 500. Uh, double edition, double Wang Wang, back-to-back Wang Wang movies. So <laughs> if you don't know who Wang Wang is, I, I'm not even going to describe it. Oh, JJ didn't do a show. Oh, okay, well, there you go. Well, then I take it all back. Fuck him. Lazy fucking prick. <laughs> I was ready. I was I was waiting for JJ's show to start, and then he didn't show up. Fucking asshole. Fuck him. 
lazy bastard. Here I was, I got up in the middle of the night, my time, to tune in to see JJ do a show, and then I turn it on, and JJ's not even there. What an awesome! I knew it. I knew it. So, <laughs> tomorrow night, Saturday night, double wang wang at 10pm, ladies and gentlemen, dlive.tv slash joy of mercy. Uh, this next clip I'm going to show you. <clears throat> I don't know if this goes into the category of whimsy or disturbing. So I'm going to let you decide. Now, the person who sent me this clip doesn't like to let it be known that they send clips to me. They say, don't don't mention that I send you clips. I'm like, okay, I won't. So I'm not going to mention who sent me this clip. But all I got with that, you know, to go along with this clip was, look how this nigger eats chicken wings. <laughs> It's not what you think. So let's have a look at this guy. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about him. Uh, he's doing a review of Domino's Pizza. And you know Domino's has the sides, so they have chicken wings and <clears throat> other little, you know, donut holes and all kinds of shit. But this person was very specific. They said, you need to see how this nigger eats chicken wings. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, how, how many ways are there to eat chicken wings? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you hold it, you eat it. Some people, you know, fussier people, some more stuck-up people may try to use a knife and a fork, which is, a, you know, it's a little bit silly, but whatever. Because if you're going to eat little devil wings, you got to get your hands dirty, right? If you're going to really enjoy it. Apparently not. Apparently this guy's invented a new way of eating a little devil wing. So this is not going to be good. <laughs> this is not going to be good for people listening to the podcast. This will be one of those occasions where you have to, you know, jump on BitChute and watch Ring the replay. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the gifted sub, sub desert cat. So I hope you're all ready for this. Let's have a little look here. Painted, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on here, Katie Reed. So he's got the painted nails. He's got the dog collar around his neck and the chain and the choke chain. He's also got so you can see the tablecloth in the background there on the right. It looks like an Iron Maiden flag. Uh, he's got a whole bunch of stuff going on. There's a little like dollar sign thing up on the shelf above him, like over the mantelpiece. He's got the Indian dream catcher. He's all over the shop, this guy. A fork and a knife for boneless wings. For boneless wings, I can accept a knife and a fork. That's fine. But for ones that have a bone in them, obviously you've just got to pick them up, especially like the little like side devil wing things. But I'll let this guy speak for its. I'll let this clip speak for itself. Have a look at this. This is what I ordered for dinner. You like it? You don't like it? It's whatever. Thank you for the diamond bug eaters. Thank you for joining us. Okay, here we go. Okay, now this this is all pretty standard at this point. You pick up the wing at the you know the bony end of the wing. Don't pick it up at the fleshy part. He makes magic wands. I've been told in the chat. <laughs> Why doesn't that surprise me? So, so right now it's standard. You pick it up at the bony end, not the fleshy end, okay? And then you normally would, you, you know, do a little... You do the move where you... Like, you can't take big bites of it because it's not really that big. So you take those little snippy little bites as you turn the wing. I like to turn it... Some people turn it towards themselves, so, like, underneath to up. I like to go away as I turn it. Turn it from mouth to room mouth to room and go in that sort of 
you know, clock, lo- clockwise formation. But let's see how this guy handles it. Let's see this guy's technique on the wing. Okay, that's standard. Okay, looking good. Mango habanero. Mango habanero. Spicy. Nice. Whoa. <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see. He just put the whole wing in his mouth. And now there's a lot of chewing and sucking taking place. The bone is in there. Eating a wing with no hands. Watch this. He's very he's very proud of himself. <laughs> Is he choking on the wing now? <laughs> I think that was a little cough. I think the bone got a little too close to the breathing hole. <laughs> that sounds good, mate. <laughs> Have a look at that. That is clean. That bone is clean, huh? Jesus. It's not done yet. That's pretty clean. <laughs> Can we do it again? Can we go for round two? Dick Ritchie in the chat saying, did he expect these to be boneless? No, this is just his style. This is how he eats it. Oh, yeah, the driver, the driver that delivered this big-ass order was just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Took him a while because it was a big ass order. That's understandable. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it's like ultimate focus. It's like he's picked a spot on the other side of the room and he just stares at it. It's all mental. (laughs) It's all muscle memory and mental. Look at that. Clean bone pops out. (laughs) It's very, very poor radio. I'm aware of that. I I just don't know what to say. I'm just kind of, I'm just, I I don't know. I feel like I'm staring at the Aurora Borealis. Like I'm speechless at this point. I have nothing to do. I have no words for this. This mukbang mm-hmm. food review goes out to um Who? Alex Anderson. Alex Anderson. Alex has been passed away for well over a year now. Well he might not hear it then. Me and the other Alex are just Making the best of it, you know. It's a classy guy. Unfortunately, it is. Oh, there's another guy in the room as well. 
have Alex Anderson we're here right now. I'd be sharing this delicious feast with him. <laughs> Do not weep. Do not cry. Mm -hmm. Mourn for the dead. For they are the ones that flee the sea and the poor. Okay. <clears throat> well, that was truly disturbing. Uh, let's check in, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while. been a couple of weeks. It's time for another edition of the Carton Arcs. They uploaded this video the other day. If you've been listening to the show for the last couple of months, you'll know that, um, you know, I'm a very libertarian guy. I'm a very socially liberal kind of a guy. I'm a live and let live kind of dude. Not very judgmental, except when I get into car park situations, then I go full fash. I think car parks are what separate us from the animals. It's the last bastion of law and order that needs to be protected, policed heavily, heavy handedly, uh, pre preferably with roaming gangs of armed men enforcing car park rules you know swiftly and brutally brutal enforcement i think everybody i think the guys working at the car park should be you know iron fists basically no second chances zero tolerance if you don't park like right in those lines man you're dragged out of there taken around the back and dealt with that's what i expect so let's see so as far as i'm concerned in that regard the Cartnarks are doing God's work. So let's check out the latest edition of the Cartnarks here. Cartnarks here. That's not where the cart goes. It's just the middle of the spot. Ma'am, where are you going? Where are you going, man? Uh, with the Cartnarks here. See, I hate that move. Just, you know when they try to pretend like they can't hear you? They can't see you? They give you that snub, the stare ahead? Come on, ma'am. We all know. We all know that you can see him. He's wearing an orange vest and waving a wand around in the air going, pew, 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 pew. Don't pretend like you can't see that he's there. That's just silly. You're being silly now. Hello. That's, you know why? Because they're fucking ashamed of themselves, these people. And rightfully so. Well, you, you left your cart in the middle of the spot over there. Are you? Uh, my name's Agent Sebastian with the Cart Narcs. Agent Sebastian <laughs> with the Cart Narcs. Okay. And you just left your cart in the middle of the spot over there. Okay. To put it back in the no, it's not okay, bitch. It's not okay. Obviously. Car corral, that's right, right over there. You really wasting my time for all that? Well, no, you're wasting someone else's time because when they pull in that spot, they have to get out and, and get on their cart, man. Yes. Aww, I, don't, I really don't get these people. These people are disgusting. <laughs> these are the worst people on planet Earth. Hey, we have these cart bumper magnets. Whack it on there. See what we can give you. The car knock bumper magnet. Works. You touch my stuff and I will call the police on you. Hey, you touch my stuff, motherfucker. I call the police on you. They all go gangster very quickly, right? One minute they're just, you know, one minute they're thoughtless people leaving a shopping cart where they ought not to. Next minute they all turn into crips. Yo, motherfucker, you touch my shit, I fuck you up, man. Whoa. Yes, he got a new megaphone. They're moving up in the world, the Cartnarks. Do not touch my stuff. I'm just giving you a bump. Don't try to be tough. <laughs> try to act tough. You left your cart over here. It's a very weak thing to do. A tough person would take the cart across the parking lot and put it in the cart corral. You know, it's, it's tough to follow the rules in the parking lot. It's not tough. This is weak. This is weak behavior, what you're displaying here, ma'am. Madam. Bumper magnet, ma'am. I want your stupid bumper magnet. But no, it has a hotline number you can call. <laughs> There's a hotline number you can call? They're so polite. Let's show how it works. 
I'll show you how it works. What are you going to tell him? You're harassing me and I feel threatened. I feel threatened. Oh, the damsel in distress. Oh. Of course. Of course. It was always going to go that way, wasn't it? You're harassing me and I feel threatened. You're threatening a woman? How dare you, sir? Sir, yes, I'm here. I think this guy's trying to rape me or something. He's trying to abuse me. He's harassing me. Bug Eaters with a Diamond says, Every time I put a cart back, I think of this guy. Absolutely. You can't not think of him, can you? It's like on Memorial Day, you think of the veterans. When you put a cart back, you think of the cart narcs and the selfless job that they do to keep our parking lots in order the way they're supposed to be. I'm threatening you at all. Okay, okay get away from me. I'm not threatening. Get away from me. My, my voice is get low. Get away from me. Do not touch my car. Why not? Do not put your stupid... It's my property. Right. Do not but it's, have it's a right not... to touch it. I can touch get it. Get away from me. Ma'am. <laughs> Thank you for the diamond jacket pit. Iceman says it's the victim move. Yeah, it's the aggressive victim move. She's the one that's her- she's the one that's saying, I'll fuck you up. I'll call the police. Get the fuck away from me, right? She's actually now she's approaching him. And imagine this. She's walking towards him saying, get away from me. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> Shouldn't you be going in the opposite direction, ma'am? If you feel threatened? Jennifer in the chat says, I literally just put a cart back. Well done. Well done. Round of applause for Jennifer over there on Periscope. Doing the right thing. See, it's cool to follow the rules. You're being very angry with okay, me for some I'm reason. That's fine. I'm not call doing the anything. Call the I'm, I'm right here. I'm out of the way. Get away from me. Ma'am, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm I don't you. care. You're threatening me. I'm not threatening you. Not. I've not said one threatening you thing so far. You're making me very nervous. Get well, away. You're making me very nervous. But did you think about the other people in the parking lot, man? Think of their nerves, knowing that people like you, reckless. Dangerous people like you are out there just leaving carts around willy-nilly. These carts can roll out of control at a gust of wind. These carts can literally become killing machines in the wrong hands, if not handled correctly. So you say you feel nervous because this guy is trying to protect, he's trying to save lives. Really? You say you feel nervous because somebody else is doing the right thing. Well, I can't accept that. I'm sorry. I cannot accept that. Not good enough. It's your fault, not mine. Get away from me. I'm it's your fault, not mine. <laughs> I want to step over here, okay? Get away. You touch my car. What? But it's not illegal to touch someone's car. Look, see, I touched the car. It's not illegal. Hi, I'm with the cart narcs, Agent Sebastian. <laughs> she starts filming him and he starts doing his little routine. <laughs> Hi, I'm with the Cart Narcs. My name's Agent Sebastian. <laughs> For the camera. <laughs> it's not illegal to touch someone's car. Look, see, I touched the car. It's not illegal. Okay, she starts filming him. Hi, I'm with the Cart Narcs. Agent Sebastian. Uh, at Cart Narcs. You fucking loser, bro. Because what you did is you blocked the spot because you were too lazy to take your cart back. We call I'm not lazy. Seems like she's filming only, like, she's not filming the whole encounter, is she? Because as soon as he said, well, you didn't take your cart back, you're being lazy, she stopped filming. Did you notice that? Isn't that, isn't that the darndest thing? So you can get home and clip it together. Look at this guy harassing me, threatening me. Hi, I'm Agent Sebastian here with the Cart Narcs. Uh, I'm talking to you because you left your cart. 
and yeah, then I was like, he was all over me, you know, and he was like trying to hit my car. Like I could have, sw- he had a crowbar in his hand, but I didn't get that on the camera because like I was feeling threatened and shit. So, you know, like he just wouldn't leave me alone, yo. He was just like harassing me and threatening me and saying he was going to beat me up and all of this stuff. Like, look at this on camera I got here. Hi, I'm Adrian Sebastian with the Cartnarks. Yeah, see, that was just like just before he hit me in the face with a piece of metal. That's what happened. He actually picked up the shopping cart and he threw it at me. But I couldn't get that on camera, you know, because like I was so scared and stuff, like I couldn't hit the button at the right time. So I missed that bit. But like, look at this guy. Like, he's clearly making me uncomfortable, yo. So why don't you leave it out there instead of taking it back? Why don't you get a real job? This is a real job. What's wrong, ma'am? Get the fuck away from me. Oh, potty mouth. Oh, there's no need to curse. <laughs> Why are you getting so upset? Is it, Are you so upset because you're feeling guilty because you left your cart in a place that wasn't the cart corral, ma'am? Hmm? I bet that's what it is. I don't use profanity, ma'am. Get away from me. I do. Why is that? I do. Why? Why though? She seems she seems very aggressive for somebody who seems to be threatened, right? Like that's not making much sense to me. She, she seems very forward and aggressive and on the front foot with the profanity and getting in his face. For she's supposedly the one that's threatened. She's the one that's under attack here. So you know, I don't, I don't know if the evidence adds up. You're kind of taking your cart back by now, ma'am. You could have taken your cart back by now, ma'am. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give you this bumper magnet. And now you piss me off so bad I ain't doing shit. Get away from me. Oh, now, now I was gonna take it back. <laughs> I hate that move. That's the that's the shopping cart equivalent of saying to somebody, "Well, if you don't know what you did that upset me, then I'm not going to tell you." Right? It's the same thing. Women are very good at that kind of thing. It's like, what, babe? What's the, what's the matter? What are you so angry about? You don't know? No, I don't. That's why I'm asking. If I knew, I wouldn't fucking ask you. Well, if you don't know, then I'm not going to tell you. Um, <laughs> isn't that the whole point of? What's the point of being angry at me if I don't know what you're angry about? <clears throat> well, I was going to take the cart back. She wasn't. She was about to drive off in a car before the brave cart narc stepped in like the hero that he is. Well, I was going to take the cart back, but now that you're harassing me, now that you're harassing me, I ain't take, I ain't doing shit now. What does that have to do with anything? If you're angry, you can make yourself feel better by taking your cart back. <laughs> make yourself feel better. See, that's that, that needs to be said too. Taking your cart back isn't just for other people. It makes you feel good because you know you're doing the right thing. Don't you want to feel good about yourself? Don't you want to feel good about your life? Taking the cart back is like, you know, having a reason to get up in the morning. It's fulfilling your destiny. You took the cart out and the cart needs to be returned home. It's like it's like releasing an injured bird back into the wild when you take your cart back. It's the same feeling. It's bittersweet, I know, because you've you've walked around the, the whole mall with this cart. You've come to love this cart. You've become accustomed to this cart. You don't want to see it go. Creative License says, just pay the cart narcs to put the carts away. No, no, we've got to, if we've got to make the society a better place, we want people to be responsible for their own carts. You know what I mean? Like, I understand the sentiment. Just pay the cart narcs to do it. No, no, no. But then, then that's like saying it's okay 
to be an irresponsible cart owner. And that's, I'm afraid, that's not okay. If you take the cart out, you need to put it back. We're supposed to be living in a society here. If you borrow the cart, you have to return it. Shouldn't be somebody else's job. Nobody comes to your house and takes your fucking library books back for you. Why should somebody run around after you? Oh, you finished with your cart? You finished with your cart? Here, I'll take care of it. And what, you just throw it at them like they're trashy people? Here, here, peasant. I'm done with my cart. Return my cart to the cart corral, you lowly scum. No, there will be no tip. Fuck you. No, I, fuck them. We can't endorse this kind of behavior. They need to do it themselves. Otherwise, we're never gonna we're never gonna progress as a society. We're never gonna get to a stage where people have, you know, personal responsibility for the things that they do. See like that guy right there? There's a car corral right there. Yeah, I'm gonna put this bumper magnet on, okay? No! Do but not touch my car! It's a magnet, ma'am. It's not it's not marking. Shove it up your ass! But then ma'am Shove it up your ass? very rude that way if it's up there no one will learn that's something up my butt no one's up there they wouldn't see here let me show you do not touch my car can i hand it to you will you take it and call our hotline please will you take it and call the hotline please <laughs> ma'am i'm being very nice i can't believe you're wasting the police department's time ma'am i'm not doing anything illegal i'm just talking telling you to help help you be a nice person and be respectful to other people in the shopping uh Shopping center. She's on the phone to the police. What are the police going to say? Like, uh, uh, <laughs> what, 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 what's the issue here? Are you being threatened? Yes, I'm being threatened. This guy's threatening to put a bumper sticker on my car if I don't take my cart back to the cart corral. Right. Right here. Ma'am, I feel like... I don't know. You're contributing to the downfall of society or something? <laughs> I think I think the guy's getting your cart. Thank you, sir. Thanks for your service. Appreciate it. All right, well, the situation's over now, man. The guy went ahead and got rid of your uh, your cart for you, even though you're being very lazy bones and very ignorant about very it. Very lazy Can bones and this ignorant. Cart, uh, the sticker right here, okay? Do not touch- <laughs> He was waiting for his moment, his opportunity. It was like a sniper with that sticker. Bang, it's in there. My Done. Oh, look, see, it sticks right there. Oh, see, look, it's, so, it's such a good night. I'm not, I'm Done this! You just splittered. I'll, don't worry, I'll pick up for you, ma'am. Jeez. I don't know why she's so angry, sir. But again, thank you for your service. Starting <laughs> out. When will people learn? And then get the footage Bye. of her driving away. Bye, sweaty. It's a cart narcs. Is she still filming? Is she, she must be still I'm filming. Video pictures are taken. Oh, my picture's being taken. It's the cart narcs, by the way. Agent Sebastian from the cart narcs. She's a little bug too. Good point, Lou Ferrino, when she threw that bumper sticker. <sighs> Some people never learn. She's all like, no. well, because you actually confronted me about me being lazy. I'm going to actually be more lazy. <laughs> Makes no sense, folks. I don't get that psychology. It's uh, she got lazy bones on the brain, I guess. Well done, ladies and gentlemen, the brave, the brave heroes of the Cartnarks. Forget about the veterans. Forget about the nurses. Forget about the doctors. Forget about the cops. Forget about the firefighters. This is the real front line right here. 
This is what separates us from the thugs and the beasts and the hooligans in society. The cartnarks risking life and limb to make sure that we nip the next Pol Pot or the next Joseph Stalin in the bud before they have a chance to wreak havoc on planet Earth. They will put their cart back. Absolutely sensational. Love the cartnarks. All right. We've got time, I think, for one more item. So I'm going to let you decide what you want to do. And I'm going to give you two options here. We can do... Oh, actually, we'll make it three. Make it three options. Okay, the first option is robots patrolling in parks to enforce social distancing rules, okay? Creepy little robots going around telling people that they can't stay together, that they need to separate, and so on and so forth. Option two is the latest military-grade drone that's being deployed in Australia. It's being tested. It was recently built. So I've got a video on that that we can have a look at. That's option two. <clears throat> option three on a Friday, ladies and gentlemen, to see us out for the end of the week is the video is entitled, This Man Feels Powerful When He Uses a Cross-Dressing Service. Apparently it makes him feel powerful when he dresses up like a woman, but he goes to a special salon, a special studio where they take care of the cross-dressing. There's apparently It's apparently a business now to dress people, to dress men up as women for the day, to service. So, <clears throat> press one in. I have a feeling I know where this is going to end up. Press one in the chat if you want to see the creepy robots. Press two in the chat if you want to see the creepy drones. Press three in the chat if you want to see the creepy men. <laughs> it's up to you. C wasn't an option, Piper. Oh, it's close. It's close between two and three. Another two. Oh, the twos. Three all day long. It is pretty close going to be tough. Gee, I think, I think, ooh, it's very close. I think the threes might have it. Okay, the threes might have it. I, we've got like 15 minutes left of the show. I'll save the drones for Monday. We'll come back and we'll do more, you know, serious, uh, I want to slip my wrists because the world is going to fucking destroy us all. We'll, we'll get back to that kind of theme on Monday, shall we? So for tonight, let's end the week on a high note so to speak. Let's have a look at this. I haven't watched this video. I only saw the title of it. And I thought, well, it's probably good enough for this show. So let's check it out. Because I'm I'm genuinely curious how I can feel more powerful. I'd like, I'd, I want to be powerful. I grew up watching superheroes, you know. Uh, I like Iron Man and Iron Man and other ones, whatever they are. So, I, you know, I want to be a powerful man. How can I feel more powerful? How can I get to a stage where, you know, I'm, I'm vibrant and unstoppable and indestructible? 
So, of course, when I saw the title of this video, Man Feels More Powerful Using a Cross-Dressing Service, I was instantly drawn to it. Because maybe this is the key. Maybe this is the secret source. <laughs> Gary says, buy a shotgun. <laughs> Let's have a look. A cross-dressing service is essentially a place where anyone would come and have a chance to dress as a woman. Nice. Looking good, huh? Just what? Why would I have to go somewhere to dress like a woman, though? You know what I mean? Like, surely that kind of thing can be done quite easily in the in the privacy and the safety of your own home. I didn't know I'd have to go to a salon. Maybe, well, you know, I guess if men are being are going to cross dress, we want them at least to be fashionable, don't we? Because men, when they're not familiar with the art of cross dressing, when they're not familiar with the art of drag, they can tend to make a meal of it you know with the beard and the they don't know how to walk in the heels properly and the dresses don't fit them properly and it's it's just it's not good so i guess if you're going to do it uh you know see the professionals at least do it properly i want to make everyone look back at themselves in the mirror and think jesus christ I <laughs> and think my mother is going to hate me my dad is going to disown me. Incredible. I'm ready, darling. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, look at you. Look at you. Do not touch wig display. That's exactly what I want to do. <laughs> just got to touch the wigs. I can't be in a wig shop without touching the wigs. I just want to pat them and stroke them and feel them. So I started. I understand. I, if I was in a wig shop, I would be touching the hair. I don't know why I'd be in a wig shop. Maybe I'm in there asking for directions or something, but I think it's just an innate human quality. If I see it, uh, hair on a you know on a dummy's head, I I must touch it. I must see what it feels like. Wow, man! So I'm not even angry at that. Really create a place for people to come and feel comfortable in. I get them dressed, I do their makeup, hair, and then I take pictures for them, spend the day with them. I'd say a good 50% of my clients, it's their first time, and nobody knows that they're coming, and they want to keep it that way. I have a new client come. So great, let's do an interview. <laughs> let's do a video for the internet and tell everyone about it. Coming to us, we are really excited to meet Lexi. I always get a little bit nervous when I've got someone coming down for the first time. It's just that anticipation is the unknown. The, anticip the anticipation is more alluring than the act itself. We all know this. Hello! Come in, come in, come in. Hello, here's a camera. Lexi's looking good, huh? Nice. This is pre-makeover, by the way. No, no, no. The makeover hasn't happened yet. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, like each to their own. I don't care if people want to wear dresses and put on makeup and stuff. I don't, I really, I genuinely don't give a fuck. But I'm just curious why such a strapping, jock-like, you know, powerful young man like Lexi is. I mean, look at that jizzled jawbone. jawbone. UK Neil with the diamond, thank you for joining us. Better late than never. No, no, it's not better late than never, Neil. I'm afraid you're going to have to bring a note. Because we don't we don't subscribe to the theory of better late than never here on this show. Never. You need to be here from the first minute to the last minute. Otherwise, you'll be banished from the community. <laughs> of course not. So I'm just thinking why, like, obviously such a powerful, attractive young man would, you know why he would feel more powerful dressed as a woman. It doesn't, you know, I mean, look at him. He's a fucking Adonis. Look at this guy. 
Are you from York or are you just there for university? I'm just there for university. I live university. An hour away. So you're still a northern gal then? Yeah. That's what we like to hear. Oh. Do you feel more, like, I guess, comfortable when you're dressed? I got really bullied for my looks when I was younger. No. Children can be so cruel. Just because I was, like, really scrawny. Um, my skin was really pale because I... <laughs> like, I, got bullied, I got bullied for my looks when I was younger. You know, it happens to a lot of people. I got bullied by, for my looks when I was younger, and that's why I really want to uh, go on the internet now and dress up as a woman. <laughs> Because I was bullied when I was. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of it's kind of counterproductive, Lexi. <clears throat> like if bullying is a concern for you now as an adult, you're 22 years old now, shouldn't be concerned about how you were bullied back in you know primary school or in high school. Those days are done. They're forever. They're forever in the past. You can live on. Rusty with the diamond. Thank you for joining. He says, this is Elizabeth Warren without makeup. Where's the Indian headdress, though? Where's the smoke and peace pipe? Come on now. You, we all know that she's genuine, 100% Native American. So, well, close. I, I think there's a one in the number somewhere. <clears throat> so, if you were, you know, those days of you being bullied, they're done now. They're in the past. You can be now whatever you want to be. And the best revenge, they often say, is living well. But maybe I've been looking at it all wrong, huh? Maybe I've been looking at this completely from the wrong angle. Maybe the best way to overcome the bullying that you suffered as a younger man in school for how you looked is to go on the internet, get yourself down to a cross-dressing salon. It's a service they do here. Like, they're not just walk you're not just walking in and somebody's putting a dress on you. No, this is a full 100% makeover. So get on the get on the internet, put your name out there, put your face out there, handsome as it is, and dress up, have somebody dress you as a woman and put makeup on you and parade you around for the townsfolk. Maybe that's the way to get over it. I don't know. Really had a hard time with food. If I dress incredibly out there, incredibly extra, like a yeah. Barbie, I'm not technically the one being judged, like me as myself, it's Lexi being judged. And it's just that Lexi's just like someone who I created. Interesting theory. <laughs> it's an interesting theory. That's that's good to know, as far as I'm concerned. Because now in the future, when I'm going to go out and commit crimes, for example, I just whack on a wig, just throw on a dress, and then when they arrest me and they wrestle me to the ground, they rip my wig off and they rip my dress off. I'll say, "Hey, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> You're looking for Lexi. I'm Steve." <laughs> This is Steve. Lexi's the one who robbed the bank. It wasn't me. Fucking wake up. Do some police work, mate. Clearly, we're two different people. Don't you see? I always have that like, level of protection. I thought we protection. could do them with some, like, fire high boots or something. Okay. Love protection. Good protection. Okay. I just wanted to push yeah. you out of your comfort zone, but sticking out. So, like, I saw the hot pink. I was like, yeah, like, we need to do hot pink. Hot pink. How does that sound? No. I bet he says that to all the girls. That's fair enough. Cool. Let's get, let's get started. So have you ever been to a dressing service before? No, this is um, this is my my first time. Where's my brush gone? My full crossdresser name is Lexi Royal. Lexi uh, Royale with cheese. Where's the cheese? You don't want to know. Uh, which sounds very extra, and obviously it's wonderful because like, I, I am extra. So I feel like I'm portraying 
an alternate world myself, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I typically always go for... It's a very spiritual thing for these people, isn't it? Like, I, I genuinely try to understand where all this comes from and what it means and stuff like that. There does, there is a, like a genuine spiritual current that runs through these individuals. Like, it would make more sense to me if they just said, yeah, <clears throat> you know what? I like to dress up as a woman because I'm into doing freaky shit. You know what I mean? Like, I like to dress up like a woman because, you know, I'm kind of freaky like that. Gets me off. And I'd be like, yeah, okay. A lot of people do freaky things to get themselves off. Makes sense. But when they start going into this stuff like, well, when I put on the dress, when I put on the dress, it makes me feel like the world is a different place. Like I'm my place in the world spiritually. I'm at a different vibration to the rest of humanity. And so I actually feel like I'm representing a different paranormal existence when I put on a dress, you know what I mean? And I know that, like, you know, some people put on a dress just because it makes them horny and they just want to do freaky sex stuff, but that's not me. I put on a dress so I can transcend this frequency of existence and start to exist on the plane of higher consciousness because, see, it's like the world is an inversion upon itself and I'm a mirror of that. It's like, mm-hmm. Are you sure you're just not doing it because you, you know, you're into freaky stuff or are you sure you're not doing it just to get your jollies or no, no, mate, no, no, it's totally not like that. It's like, it's like subconsciously, uh, you know, the way I interact with reality, like I, it's like the whole world is like now shifting on a different plane, right? And in this universe, we're kind of locked into our identities, but I want to be unlocked. I want to be free like a bird. You know the birds? You know how they fly? Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. So I want to be free like a universe bird and transcend. I need to transcend this existence here and be a mirror upon the inversion of the world that I am. Right. Okay. So did you want the frilly pink panties? Or did you want the grandma style panties? Which one is going to feel better up against your nuts, do you think? Did you want to wear the G-string or are we going with the hot pink boob tube for Lexi? Does Lexi like the hot pink boob tube? How about the how about the blonde ponytails? Does that does that make the inversion of the mirrored version of the world upon itself in the different plane of existence? Does that does that aid it or does she want the red pumps? <laughs> To transcend humanity's existence, or do you want the little pink, little frilly ones? <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? If you're wearing the pink frilly panties just to get off, makes sense to me. If you're wearing the pink frilly panties because you want to transcend humanity, then it's like, well, I don't know. okay, <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever helps you sleep at night, bro. Oh, pink. Like pink, pink reddish, like light reddish. <laughs> that was the answer I was hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> So you have a girlfriend, don't you? I do. Tell me about her then. Like, well, <laughs> he's a stud. This guy's a Chad. Uh, how is she with you, Justin? <laughs> what size chicken cutlets do you need? She has always been supportive, but she's had a hard time accepting of it. So she's never yeah. wanted to, to tell me to stop because she knows how much it means to me. Wow, she must be really headstrong, lass. That one. 
We go on shopping sprees together all the time. We go for like little cute meals out when I'm dressed. I know who she is. She's the one who writes into those dear auntie columns and asks questions like, is my boyfriend gay? <laughs> you know, my girlfriend's been really supportive. She's supportive, but she's not supportive, if you know what I mean. Like, she doesn't want to tell me to stop because she knows how important this is for me, you know, transcending human existence and all of that stuff. And meanwhile, while he's at the cross-dressing salon, turning into Lexi Royale, with the pretty red pumps and the pretty pink boob tube and the frilly underwear. She's at home writing on Reddit. I think my boyfriend may be gay, please help. <laughs> it's, she's described it as like having uh, a gay boyfriend. Um, like a best friend with her. The reason I'm, um, I'm as passionate as I am is, so I was heavily bullied in school. Heavily, heavily bullied in school. Yeah, it's tough, man. Didn't have a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. And like everyone just sort of hated me and would like insult me, call me, Names. That's no good. Like part of the reason I'm putting myself out there is almost to. <laughs> That'll show them. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. That'll show those bullies, huh? <laughs> try. I try not to. I'm not laughing at this poor guy getting bullied. That's not right. You know, it's it's cruel when kids get bullied. I get it, but <laughs> I do I do find it puzzling the logic at play here. I'm I'm doing this, you know, to like I'm gonna stick it right up him. <laughs> yeah, I was bullied heavily in school, and and part of the reason I'm doing this is because you know I want to show him. I want to show those bullies. <laughs> it's the reason I'm putting on all the makeup and stuff is to show those bullies that they didn't they didn't affect me at all. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, come on, man. Come on, bro. Jesus Christ. Why don't you just drink pints and play darts or something? For fuck's sake. This is not, this is not helping. You're not making it easier. <laughs> Kitty V in the chat. You bullied me. Now I look better than your mum. Take that, jerks. <laughs> Let's carry on with this guy. It's like... Because a long time ago, in like a small oh. town in like West Yorkshire, there was a kid yeah. who got bullied for expressing himself. And I'm making up for that lost time. Yeah. I'm making up for it by going far beyond what anybody thought was possible when they were bullying me. I feel after me being suppressed for so long, it's dressing <sighs> as a source of power. Like it's empowering, but it's I empowering. Powerful. Power. Like nobody like. Feel the power! Has it rough like forever if you just kind of keep persisting like, if you stay true to yourself mm -hmm. you will but again ah! i'm sorry but this is this is this line comes up constantly when we do these kinds of videos right i'm staying true to myself i'm being myself you just said that dressing up like lexi royale is like having a different identity it's like you're somebody else how can be you how can be 
How can it be that being yourself is being somebody else, sir? Do you, do you, do you understand my conundrum here? I'm trying to help you. Well, I just feel like when I dress up like a totally different person and use a completely different name and go out there in the world to the point where I literally feel like I'm somebody else, that I'm staying true to myself. What am I fucking missing here? Sir, you are not Lexi Royale. I don't know what to tell you. Lexi Royale is a character that you play. That is not being true to yourself. That is being, you are literally being somebody else. You're not being yourself at all. It was like the green alien chick. She's like, oh, I just feel like I'm being myself. But you're, you're not a green alien though. You're not. <laughs> That's not you. When I dress up like a green alien from outer space, I'm being myself. No, you're not. You're being something else. Just, just be honest. Be honest with yourself. That's the first step of being true to yourself is being honest with yourself. And if you're being honest with yourself, you'll say that you're dressing up for some reason, but it's not to be true to yourself. That's, it's, it's to lie to yourself, if anything else. Ultimately, end up winning because life's like a bit of a game like that. He's winning. This is winning, guys. Well, congratulations for sort of coming. Hashtag winning. Coming out of that and getting and that eyeshadow is spectacular, though. It's your, uh, you why? Why are gay guys better at putting makeup on than women? You just you're doing such a wonderful thing now for yourself. It's like here's another thing that men do better. <laughs> you just can't win, ladies. I'm sorry. Gay guys own the makeup game. They own the fashion industry. A woman's like, well, I, you know, I'm not good at anything in my life, but at least I can make myself look good. And it's like, not as good as a gay guy can make you look. <laughs> I feel confident in myself. Confident. For the first time like, in my life, when like a couple of years ago, I'd feel crap. Lexi has definitely made me feel more confident in masculinity. It's quite the profile. Carry on, shall we? Okay, so that's pretty much your makeup done. In the back of my head, there's that anticipation. Well, what if they're really underwhelmed? Let's see. As it. an artist, Let's see I the reveal. Have that worry that they're not going to like what they get, or um, that they're not going to be super happy. You ready, darling? Darling, are you ready? Come on, now. fucking Lexi always takes forever to get ready. Fucking Lexi, am I right? Lexi, we're going to miss the movie. We're going to miss the matinee. I've had the Uber driver downstairs waiting for 10 minutes. Are you fucking ready in there? These women, I tell you. You can do their makeup. You can tell them what to wear. And they still fuck around in the bathroom for 20 minutes. I don't get it. Lexi, are you done yet, honey? Are you done yet, darling? Let's go already. Fabulous. Oh, my God. Look at you. Look oh, at you. Look absolutely. Freaking sensation. Have you seen? <laughs> That's it. That's enough. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I can't do it anymore. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Lexi's a hoe. Exactly. Lexi's dressed up like a little slut. <laughs> Lexi, why don't you put a dress on?
Huh? Look, what are you wearing? What do you have to go out wearing such a short skirt for, Lexi? Come on, Lexi. What would your father say? <laughs> what you got to dress up like a little slut for? Bring yourself, yeah. No. Right, no, come with. We'll take you around to the mirror here. See, there's a little mirror here. Have a, have, have a close look. Oh my god. <gasps> Looking good, huh? Luferino in the chat. Hit me, baby, one more time. No, I think actually that's what got him into this situation in the first place, if you remember the bullying stories. Don't go Joe Biden on me now, Luke. Hit me, baby, one more time was the anthem of how we got to this point in the first place. I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. Sorry, I want to swear like crazy. But I swear. <laughs> like, 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 f***ing hell. So, like, it's, Looking like, good, Lexi. Going, you know, yeah. It's not, it's not Sexy Lexi. I've got to admit, looks better as a woman. <laughs> I'm not even fucking lying. <laughs> I don't know. Am I allowed to say, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like legitimately looks better as a, as a female. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, bro. <laughs> Maybe this is the real you after all. <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely the better looking you. Like, it's still not good, but it's better than what it was. I love it. Good. I love it, too. Love You're it. crazy. Give me a hug. Honestly, Give me a hug. Watch the makeup, you fucking idiot. And I'm, I'm just, I'm so glad that you are here and that we can make you look even more beautiful. <laughs> now, now comes the photo shoot. We've got Lexi on the day. We've got Lexi going out. Got... <laughs> I need to get back. Beautiful. I need that shot of Lexi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Woo. Well, ah, my, my. Well, pardon me. Hello, Lexi. Why, you are a devilish little girl, ain't you? <laughs> my, my, you sure is fine. Girl, you are not. <laughs> mm -mm. Sexy little Lexi. We've got Lexi on the day. Nice quads, bro. <laughs> Dead Jedi in the chat. We've got Lexi going out, and we've got Lexi going to work. Lexi legally blonde. Yeah, literally. Literally, legally blonde Lexi. Reese Witherspoon. It's close. It's close between them. I'm sorry, Reese. I'm sorry, Reesey. Lexi might have you beat. I'm not sure. I don't know if you've noticed, but Reese has been getting a little frumpy lately. Reese stopped caring so much about her looks once she started pumping them kids out. People are like, wow. <laughs> Katie Reid in the chat. How sad to be terrifying looking as either gender. 
It's crazy how different like some outfits can completely change the vibe and, and take you from one place to another. Yep. I love the little before and after shots. Vibe and, and take you from one place to another. What? What? Oh, snap! <laughs> the transformation is just amazing. It's a miraculous transformation. Yeah, you get out there and work that thing, Lexi. Welcome to Manchester's gay village. Yeah, but he's got a girlfriend, though. This whole experience has just blown me away completely. Like, I feel powerful. I look powerful. amazing. I feel powerful. I look amazing. Patrick's amazing. This whole, this has been phenomenal. It's people like Lexi that make me want to keep doing my job and who get me up in the morning. It's very important work. <laughs> it's people like Lexi that make me want to keep doing my job. Well, these people are out there. Somebody's got to put a bit of makeup on them. And who okay, I don't care. Good luck to him. It inspire me to keep, to keep. If he can get, if he can get people like this guy walking in the front door saying, "Dress me up as a woman and put me in makeup," then fucking so be it. Working. I genuinely feel invincible right now. Invincible. I feel invincible. If he could just, uh, if he could just share that feeling with the rest of said community, um, then we wouldn't have any more problems. Particularly around 40% of them. If you could share that feeling with them, <clears throat> tell them the secret to feeling invincible, hey, we'll make the world a better place. We'll do it together. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. What a sad way to end the show. <laughs> Friday night edition of the Daily Boogie. Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course... If you would like to introduce me to Sexy Lexi, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't forget tonight at midnight, Joy of Pessy, Friday night edition, higher learning. Uh, then tomorrow, Saturday, you've got at 8 p.m., winning TV, starting at 8 p.m., finishing at God knows when. Irrational Times, maybe Irrational Times will be on later tonight. It might be at 9 o'clock. I'm not sure if you're going on at 9 or not. So if he is, follow Irrational Times on YouTube as well, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Irrational Times. Then Joy of Pessy at midnight. Tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Winning TV. Joy of Pessy at midnight at 10 p.m. tomorrow night for the Double Wang Wang Special 500 subscriber marathon. And then Sunday, you've got uh, Major Tom at midday. Sunday night shit show later on that night. And then Monday, we start it all over again. And I'll be back at 6 p.m. Monday night. Thank you for the Diamond Winning TV. Subscribe now, motherfuckers. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'll be back on Monday night. So follow our friends, all of our friends, JJ Stoner, Joy of Pessy, Irrational Time, Sunday Night Shit Show, Frozen Asian, Major Tom, Winning TV, UK Neil, Mr. America, The Beard of Truth, Why Censored, The Iceman, Double Four, Double Three, and anyone else I might have forgotten. And I'll be back at 6 p.m. on Monday. Until then, guys, stay calm. Oh, thank you, everyone, for the contributions tonight on DLive, as always. I'll be back 6 p.m. on Monday. Until then, stay calm, stay rational. I'm opening the chest right now. God bless. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.